Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Welcome back to Ambitious Motherhood with Katie Fleming. Today, we are talking all about time blocking, what it is, why you need it, and how to do it. You are listening to episode number 96 of Ambitious Motherhood with Katie Fleming. Let's do this. Time blocking. I am sure you've heard of it, but have you truly implemented it? Today, we are going to chat through what time blocking is, why you need it, and how you can build your own time blocking framework and begin to implement it into your life and business so that you can be the most effective, whether you're momming or businessing, okay? So here's what I'm gonna start with. Most entrepreneurs, most mom entrepreneurs feel loads of guilt, okay? Most moms in general feel loads of guilt. Can I get an amen? They get guilt when they're working, they have guilt when they're with their family and they're not working, guilt no matter how you slice it, but I wanna tell you, before we dive in, that you can really start to banish guilt if you have a plan and a structure and a place that you're fitting things in and you're confident in that plan and you execute it well. For example, let's just say, you know, your husband said, hey, babe, go to Starbucks, spend some time writing your content for the next week. I know that's looming over your head since you have had a crazy, crazy week. I'll take the kiddos. We'll hang out. Right. Amazing. Great plan. You're confident. He'll have fun with the kids. Everything will be good. Everyone will be good. But then let's imagine you get to Starbucks and you spend half your time scrolling the Instagram and seeing what Susie is up to and what Alice has been creating and you never actually get into your own content flow. So this is where I really think guilt can creep in. When we let other things slip into our time that we have set aside to work already when we aren't fully present in what we have set out to do in that time. So if guilt is something you deal with in work, time blocking and having every minute have a purpose might help alleviate some of that for you. Time blocking is structure. Time blocking is the ability to be flexible. Time blocking is confidence. Time blocking is what allows you to end your day feeling like you moved the needle and you did what you needed to do and there's no need to keep hustling. It's time for rest. So the first aspect I really want to mention about time blocking is that structure brings flexibility. You might think this is like crazy paradoxical, right? You might be that kind of person that hates structure. You're like, no, don't put structure on me. No, don't put boundaries on me. But structure really does bring flexibility. It really, really does. And think about it with your kids. Do kids on routines thrive better than kids without routines? And I'll speak for my own kids and my own household. We 100% operate better and stronger and more effectively when we have routines that anchor us in. Now, that doesn't mean that our routines are rigid. Actually, like having a routine and structure in place is what allows us to move and bend as needed. So for example, like as I'm recording this, it's fall in Florida, which means it's just you know, summer with a breeze and it's football season. Okay. And our family, we have this big family tailgating. We do every home game at the Gator football stadium in Gainesville, the swamp. So, you know, if it's a late game, we'll be home super late. 
but our strong schedule throughout the week allows us the flexibility to make decisions like this. For example, that first game was a seven o'clock game. We didn't get home until late and we had to bathe the babies, put them in their bed because they were sweaty swampy from the swamp, right? And then, you know, up the next day for church, back on it. But I think, you know, that flexibility is possible because we have the structure during the week. So it's the same way with your business. When you have structure, it's going to give you the opportunity to make decisions, to have the freedom and flexibility that you wouldn't have had you not had that stuff in place, okay? And really, here's a great way to think about it. I look at time blocking like a rubber band on my time. It's a boundary and for the most part keeps the things you want in, in, but it allows for some movement here or there. But nothing gets out of control. Okay, another way I like to think about time blocking is as a budget, a budget of your time. So let's talk about it. Your family budget is important. Why? Number one, it appropriately allocates your resources for your household, right? It definitely would be an oopsie if you spent all your money on traveling or eating out and didn't have enough grocery money to get you through the month, right? And without the budget, it's hard to see how and where your money is going and are you allocating it appropriately to the things that will literally feed your family and keep them clothed and housed. So in the same way, are you feeding your business and giving it the things it needs to survive or are you wasting your asset of time on something else that's less sustaining? Yeah, does that make sense? So the second thing, the second way this is similar to a family budget is it allows you to plan and prepare. So planning on the micro. So on the micro level, you're planning for the day or for the week and planning on the macro is for the quarter or the year or the years. Okay, planning allows you to take advantage of opportunities, make changes that are better suited and just be more prepared. Okay, if you don't have that plan and preparation in place, you're never going to be able to decide does this huge long-term investment make sense? Can we choose to to jive this way because you know our business is stable and has this in place, right? So the third way it's similar and why it's very advantageous for you to budget your time is it gives you better decision-making. More data makes for better decisions. If you know your spending is out of control when it comes to Amazon purchases, you can rein it in and be more intentional. And same in your business. Tracking allows for better decision-making. Like maybe a certain client is causing more stress and double the time that you normally take client work. And so therefore it's not profitable. You now have better data that leads to better decisions. You can have better decisions to move forward. So the last thing I will say here in this terms of budgeting is it gives you confidence. When you have money set aside for, let's just say, buying tires, or maybe your refrigerator goes out and you need a new fridge, you have money set aside for those things. It makes spending that money easier, and you're more confident saying goodbye to that money because you know you planned for it, you budgeted for it. Same in your business and with your time. If you aren't budgeting your time, you might end your week wondering where the time went and what got done. At the end of the day, you misappropriated your asset, your time, your time. So I don't want this to happen to you because if you don't prioritize the things that truly matter in your business, like client work, marketing and content creation, sales, working on your business, then it's not going to hit the income goals you desire. And it's definitely not going to be able to fit into the lifestyle time goals you desire. Okay. 
So in a nutshell, time blocking is creating the containers of your day and your work day that you will do certain tasks. You can go super detailed or you can go more high level. And being honest with you, I tend to err on the side of being more high level. Like this is the time block for working on my business and that might consist of a few different things. Or this is the time block for doing marketing or content creation, right? And then I allow my energy and task list to dictate what I do in that time block. Make sense? So here's a little outline of some things that you can do to begin time blocking. For me, I use Google Calendar. I have different calendars for different areas of my life and my business, and they're color-coded because I like color coding. So the first thing is to put in the start and the end to your day, okay? Then put in your start or morning routine and your wind down routine. Then from there, add in kid stuff, pick up, drop off, drive time. Hello, that is so important. Definitely put in that buffer or that drive time to make sure that you're not constantly feeling like you're behind and it's only because you didn't account for that drive time. Add in like the kids activity, gymnastics, swim lessons, baseball practice, soccer, whatever that is, add that in. The next thing is adding in workout times and adding in lunch. I'm going to lump these two together because I have something to say about it. So often we start our businesses saying, I'll do that when, or once I have this, then I will work out or then I'll have time for it or then I'll be able to take, you know, a lunch break. But right now I've just got to, I've got to work right up through lunch. Okay. So I'm going to eat at my desk or skip lunch altogether. I want to encourage you to put those self-care type things in your calendar. Block off time now for lunch. Block off time now for working out. Whatever those things in your life, whether it's those two things I mentioned or something else, if there's something you want to do, put it in your calendar now. I'm not a fan of delaying the life you want to live today. Like, let's figure out how to make it happen today. I guarantee you it will bring you, it will bring you the business you need to live that a lot quicker. The next thing I want to mention is adding in a weekly content planning block. This is everything. It has been everything for my clients who have implemented it. But if you are out there creating marketing and content on a weekly basis, you need to have some kind of a content planning block in your calendar. So let's just say two hours every Friday, you've got it blocked off to create content for the next week so that you're going into the weekend knowing your marketing is set and ready to go for the next week. How amazing would that feel? All right, and the last thing I wanna mention is adding in client work blocks. Now, I did a Loom video kind of outlining this process. So if you want this, I would love for you to screenshot the show right now, tag me on your Instagram stories, and in that message say that you want to see the Loom video, and I'll just shoot you the link over because it'll kind of show you visually what I'm talking through. But adding in client work blocks, this is for those of you that don't yet have the full client roster. If you are looking to add in new clients, I want you to make the space in your calendar for them, okay? And the reason why this is so powerful is often, you know, people will come to me and they're like, yeah, I I need to book three clients this month. And then we look at their calendar and we realize, yeah, there ain't actually room for that. So you're saying you want this, but you can't actually do it. So we've got to make the space, right? Because our subconscious mind is very literal. Like our subconscious mind knows it's not possible. So what ends up happening is it can turn out being self-sabotage or showing up in your discovery calls or whatever. And it's really kind of crazy how if you get this, this little process in place, the clients will start to fill in the work blocks you've created for them. 
So this looks like going into your calendar, figuring out where those those three clients are going to go, where the discovery calls are going to go for those three clients and going ahead and making the space for them before they show up. Just the same way you would prepare a nursery for a newborn. Okay, so definitely, definitely do that. Let me know if you want that Loom video on Instagram. Just come message me at Katie Fleming and I will send that right over to you. But once you have this, this really serves as the container for the rest of your work. This is then what you would use to fill out like your calendar system with acuity so that you can really just start to structure your day and your week. So client calls, maybe you want to put those on the same day or discovery calls happen on the same day or podcast interviews happen on the same day. But you can see how with time blocking, you can start to have that efficiency where you do similar tasks on same days. Okay, so you can determine, do I need to do my hair today? Is it imperative that I have my makeup done today? Stuff like that, right? So let's talk real quick about recurring blocks of time and rhythms into your week. I mentioned content creation. Other recurring time blocks could be like accounting and finance time or or weekly prep or CEO time. Those things, if you're going to do them on the same time every week, there's no reason to recreate the wheel every time. Just go ahead and set them as recurring reminders in your calendar. So that way you're not deciding and you're not you're not having to say, am I going to create content this week? No, you already know you will. Okay, the question is, is what you're going to talk about, right? So this just takes away some decision fatigue that can happen. Another thing I want to mention here is, and I've said this before, but tasks and time relate in a really interesting way. Tasks will meet the container of time that you give it. They will match, okay? So if you give yourself 30 minutes to complete a social media post, it will most likely take that 30 minutes. So schedule in times for those tasks you want to do so that you've got those containers in place and you can be the most efficient with your time. So the last thing I want to mention in scheduling is to make sure you're adding some time for social media, engagement, scrolling. So the key here is to not get overpowered by it. Okay, you can set up things within the apps that kick you out after a certain amount of time you spent. But it is important that you as an online business owner are engaging with the people that are following you, are watching the stories, are responding to DMs. But the important thing is you don't want to get caught in the scroll. So get on, do what you need to do, get off and be done. Put it in your schedule, block it and just don't go over it. Okay. All right. So I want to share with you a pro tip. This is one thing I do and love and has really helped me in this whole transition from working to mom life. Okay. And that is a transition time. 15 minutes before I need to leave and get the girls from school, I start to wrap things up. I start to make the transition into mom mode. I might start laundry. I might do dishes while listening to a podcast or finish up working. But this is like time that is meant to book in my day and help me transition into my role of being mom again. Okay, so whatever that looks like for you. But I think what's interesting is when we, you know, when I used to have a corporate job, that time from driving, leaving the office to being home served as that transition point where I was able to, you know, kind of end any thought loops that were still happening from the office you know, write down any things that I needed to do the next day. It really got my mind back in a a place of I can now be home and not be thinking about work. So if you struggle with that transition from mom life to work life, this might be a really good transition for you to put into place, add it to your calendar and do it on a daily basis. Okay, so as we start to wind down this episode, I want to talk to you about your winding down routine. Oh, yeah, I didn't mean to do that. That's kind of funny. No, but seriously, nighttime. Here's what you should be doing. 
in some form or fashion. I'm not going to sit here and tell you what your nighttime routine should be, but I do think you need to glance over your next day and begin to plan out your day. Okay, so this for me looks like 15 minutes to really look at my Asana, which is my project management software, and look at my calendar for the next day. Okay, I also do this in the next morning. Okay, and we'll link up to this episode that I can share with you on the four rhythms and routines all mom entrepreneurs should have in their day. We'll link that up for you guys in the show notes. But you know, it's really important the night before to kind of have an idea of what you're tackling the next day, okay? If you are adequately preparing and planning on Sundays or the week before, the evening and the morning time you do to plan and prep shouldn't be more than 10 to 15 minutes. So if you're finding yourself spending too much time planning and preparing for the day, it might be because you don't have a a good enough high-level plan. So here is like one of the reasons why I'm obsessed with time blocking and planning. Time blocking prevents you from getting off track and chasing fake fires throughout the week. We live in a very fast paced world. We as moms have a very fast paced life. Things are getting thrown at us 24 seven, things to do, things to listen to, opinions, all of the things. And it's very easy for us to get thrown off of our own agenda to chase somebody else's agenda. And if you adequately plan and prepare and have time blocks, you're going to be more likely to stay on your own agenda than get off and go on somebody else's agenda, okay? So definitely, you know, one way I do this is through anytime I have ideas, thoughts, to-dos that come in throughout the week, I add it into this app that sends it directly into my Asana. And it sends it directly to a project in Asana called Brain Dump. And this project I go through every Sunday. I don't touch it or look at it until Sunday, which means anything that happens from Monday to Saturday, any ideas, thoughts, to-dos, go in this list, okay? This, This immediately keeps you from putting out fake fires. This immediately keeps you from, you know, taking your focus off what you already plan to do today and putting it on something that somebody just told you about and like completely changing your plan, all right? So if if you're listening and you have a hard time getting traction in certain areas, it might be because you've been like just a little squirrely, squirrel-brained, right? And just chasing fake fires. And I did that for a long time until I got control of the tasks and the inputs and the things that people were bringing to my attention. I just started getting good at filtering them and I put them into this brain dump process, okay? So we're gonna end this episode here. Here's the deal though. Seriously, just reach out to me on Instagram if you wanna see that Loom video about creating your time-blocking shell and I'll send that over to you. But when you have the plan, it's easy to spot what doesn't belong or what isn't priority right now, okay? So having that plan and this time block in place will allow you to just make better decisions about what is going to actually move your business forward and your family forward and the rest to just unapologetically say no to it. Let me know if you guys have any other questions about time blocking. This was a at a glance, high level overview of what it is, why you need it and how to start implementing it into your life and your business today. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I am so excited that you are here hanging out with us on the Ambitious Motherhood Podcast. So if you haven't yet subscribed, definitely hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. These subscribes and reviews help us to get this message out to more ambitious moms just like you that are craving businesses that are profitable, that they love, that they can run while they are present with their family. So 
If you have not yet gotten your mom's guide to building a full-time income on nap time hours, head on over right now to 1kmom.com slash guide to grab yours. And I'll chat with you guys on the next episode.